Welcome back to JogPod from the Lee School Geography Department. This week, for the first time, we welcome two Year 11 pupils, Zach and Martin, who are going to take a look with us at how the UK's energy future might be powered by nuclear power. So today we're going to be talking about uh, nuclear power and all the economic, all the problems that are around um, and the social problems that are around nuclear energy. So our first question to you, Martin, is uh, what is nuclear power? Well, first of all, there are two ways of generating energy with nuclear power. first one, and the most common one at the moment, is fission, uh, which is the release of energy from large and unstable atoms. Uh, usually uranium or plutonium nuclei absorb a neutron, and this makes them split into smaller atoms. This releases two or three neutrons, and most importantly, gamma rays. It's energy in these gamma rays that is used to heat water, making steam to turn turbines and generators. And then the other way of producing nuclear power would be fusion, which is where two light nuclei collide at high speed and join to create a larger, heavier nucleus. The heavier nucleus does not have as much mass as the two separate light nuclei, and so some of the mass of the lighter nuclei is converted into energy, which is released as radiation. However, this must all take place at very high temperatures and pressures, which is why it's not so common at the moment. Okay. Um, So what is the most common form of uh, nuclear power, and uh, what are, like, the cost, the economic problems, social problems um, around this? Well, first of all, the benefits of nuclear power, which, at the moment, when we talk about nuclear power, we're just talking about nuclear fission, there are currently no working nuclear fusion reactors in the UK, um, as I said, because of the high temperatures and pressures that are needed. But some of the benefits of nuclear power for the UK would be that it feeds the demand of a, of a growing population for electricity. As you may know, the population is growing at a very fast rate, and so too is the demand for electricity and energy. And then another point would be the reliability Um, So many people like to think about the benefits of cheap renewable energy and uh, why that might be good for the UK, so wind and solar power. However, they are very, very weather dependent. So for example, the UK gets an average of only 43 hours of sun across the whole of December. This might be obvious to say, but it means that you can only power the country for 43 hours at a time unless you find a way to store the energy and use it later on. Well, all these points you've said so far make uh, nuclear energy just sound so positive, and it makes me think, why, why isn't there just a nuclear power plant, or at least ten in every single country in the world? Great question, Zach. Um, I think the first, first and foremost is the very, very high cost of building nuclear power stations and, of course, researching them. This is a very uh, complicated method of producing energy, and so a lot of effort and time and money needs to go into that. However, on the other hand, this does create lots of jobs. Um, And then another reason why there might be some problems with nuclear power would be that they need to be decommissioned um, after about 10 years or so, these nuclear fission plants, because they stop producing energy. And this decommissioning costs a lot of money. In fact, the total cost of the UK's uh, nuclear cleanup operation is estimated to be around £260 billion. That's a lot of money, Martin. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. And of course, people do not want to live near nuclear power stations. 
Very true, very true. I would not like to uh, go outside with a cup of coffee and sit outside and look at a nuclear power plant. Would you, Martov? Exactly. Not only that, people are also very sceptical about the uh, Chernobyl incident. Mm. And so, even though they might be very safe, people still are very cautious of living near nuclear power stations. What is the future of nuclear power across the world? Um, well, the future is looking pretty bright at the moment. Um, nice. There has been a, uh, a very collaborative uh, adventure called ITER. Uh, this has uh, tons of countries in it, like China, the EU. EU is not a country, but okay, we'll, we'll move on. Group of countries. Group of countries, thank you. Um, uh, and the UK, US, Japan, Russia. And they've all come together to uh, build a nuclear fusion. Um, this ITER project is set to be uh, developed in 2030 and reach first plasma in 2035. Wow, that's uh, very close, actually. It is quite close. Uh, Zach, could you tell me more about plasma? Well, plasma is a fundamental state of matter. Okay, um, This is reached um, by heating uh, nuclear or basically anything to a really high temperature... Uh, for us to uh, get to this state, uh, we'll have to heat up atoms to over 150 million degrees. Wow. Okay. This is why nuclear fusion has been so difficult over the years. But the good thing about nuclear fusion, unlike other sources, like fission, where we need um, uranium, and like plutonium, and they're very hard to get, this uh, another, form. another thing is there's no stores of uranium across the UK. Exactly, exactly. exactly. It's, it's very hard. But um, for nuclear fusion, you can use uh, something called tritium. And tritium you can get from distilling water, actually. Ah, so perfect. it's very abundant, very easy. Mm. Um, but also the reason for these high temperatures is because... Uh, on the sun, very large, lots of gravitational energy, and this is what helps squash the atoms together. So this is why on Earth it's so high, and that's why we're using magnets to increase this rate, um, and that is what the ITER project is mostly about. This is the uh, kind of the flagship in the way for the future of nuclear fusion. Yes, very, very exciting. for the future? Um, yes, so currently, I think built uh, two years ago, uh, Hickley Point C is our newest fission reactor. Okay, this is uh, located in Somerset. Um, this is set to give a uh, cheap and uh, reliable source of energy in these times where we struggle to get energy due to wars in uh, Ukraine. Um, and this should power over 6 million homes for 60 years. So it will be a good way to combat this economic crisis that we are living through. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this week's JogPod. See you on the next one. Yep, goodbye. Thank you very much to Martin and to Zach for giving a really well-researched and detailed appraisal of the challenges facing the UK in terms of providing for its future energy mix, particularly thinking about the challenges of nuclear and some other renewables uh, which are needed in order to drive that low-carbon future for energy. Well, do join us again on our next episode of JogPod. <laughs>